Yo, what is up? Welcome back to the Ramble Young Men Ramble Podcast. I am so sorry for taking so long to get one out. Um, a lot has happened in the last two months in my life, my personal life, family life. That has just been every time I try to record, I've even ha- I've either had to be gone out of town or um, I've been just messing up in recording. Let's just be a hundred percent. I have deleted episodes on accident and editing. I have had my dog barking in the last 10 minutes of an episode, and I am not the one to cut and copy every episode. I usually do one take, one take Jake, and get it gone, get it up. But since the second episode, it's just been consistent problems. So, you know, I even dropped my phone in water. Got a new phone. That's why you see the fancy and clerical, uh video. But um, updated some equipment. That's why I sound kind of better. New headphones, interface, the whole nine. Learned how to actually set it up so I can just do it straight to the phone and get it up and out. So, um, yeah, um, bear with me still. Um, I'm going to be learning on the fly continuously on how to edit and how to do everything I need to do to get these podcasts out. But um, I'm kind of coming in cold. I don't really have a topic to really get into, and I don't really want to be the guy who's preaching and being too stern and being, you need to do this, you need to do that. That's not my style at all. Um, but um, no, um, let's let's just be let's just be random. You know what I mean? Let's go to... Um, this is my work phone, so don't judge me. Um, let's go to the news app. Let's see what's popping. If I recognize anything. Um, yeah. Let's just start here at the top. First thing I see is, um, uh, Senate. Oh, Senators. Capitol Hill. Our government. Let's just start there. Um, I was asked one of I asked someone was what was one of their dreams, right? And in turn, I had to answer the question. And one of my dream things to do is to be subpoenaed to Capitol Hill to a Senate hearing and sit there in front of them in a average suit and answer their dumb questions. Cause I got a lot of opinions about a lot of things and I really just want to tell them to shut up and do their job. Like some of them tell, you know, athletes to shut up and dribble um, and reiterate that they work for us, the people, you know what I mean? Like I don't understand where they pretty much get off being as powerful as they think they are and moving and such. And we have allowed that as the people and the general public. We've allowed our government to become a little bit too powerful in a way and the federal government a little bit too big and it squeezes upon state rights. And there's a multitude of things that go into that. Other states being nosy and not keeping to themselves, California, and being in everyone else's business. If it is a constitutional violation, yeah, make an uproar. But if another state chooses to do something that you just don't like, 
shut up. Stay in your state. Don't move to that state, i.e. Texas. Texas has a lot of raggedy laws, and currently they have been pushing a lot of raggedy laws. However, other than, uh, it just seems like a trend, other than fighting the raggedy laws, they, they try to drum up our gun laws too. Leave my gun laws alone. That's all I'm going to say. But back to the Senate. Um, they're just, I don't, I don't think they're really doing their job. Um, and, um, but now it's a weird, like, intersection of, of where they're at now compared to where they've been, where the, 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 you know, where Congress, um, uh, you know, the legislative branch of the government has been neutered for some years, where the president has more, had had more power to influence than that. Um, and if you pay attention to the Constitution and where it explains the duties of each branch, um, the executive branch has the smallest list of duties and and pretty much the smallest paragraph of the description of its duties and the um legislative branch has the most where senate and house of representatives have should have more power in the government because of the fact that they represent the people directly and supposed to represent the people directly however it's almost like these these gang members are telling the people what they should believe. And that's in accordance with the media. And we'll get to the media soon because the media is always interesting to bash. Um, but, you know, you got these senators who are incumbent senators and House of Representatives that have been in there for 30-plus years. I think we need a cap on how long you can serve in either the House or the Senate. You know what I mean? Like, three or four max as a as a house as a representative and like let's say like three terms max as a senator we got to get people moving and just like these massive companies they understand that if we can they can continue to rotate the personnel in their business the business have a like a higher chance of likely growing and being more accepted and more modern and more up to date because of the ideas of people continue to change um, but no, you have these old people that stay in there for life. Like Nancy Pelosi, I don't like her. You know what I mean? And I'm an independent, so I go out both sides. You know what I mean? Like, I have views that are definitely conservative, and I have views that are definitely liberal. And I think that's how every American should really think. But I I, I think that. That doesn't necessarily think, I don't think that you should or have to. And that's, that's your business. If you want to be super right-wing, cool. But just don't be an a-hole about it. If you want to be super liberal, cool. Don't be an a-hole about it. Don't think... Don't vote on somebody else's behalf because you think that's the way they should live. That's stupid. That's arrogant. And that's the that's, that's where we're at right now. Literally, these two sides are telling each other how they should live. And there's a large group in the middle that just happen to lean each way. And then they just choose the closest one they lean to other than just staying in the middle 
and that's what sucks with our political parties and our voting and all these other things. And it's a gang and tribal mentality. And the senators and 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 re- representatives, they're just taking advantage of it. They know that right-wing believers and majority of evangelicals are going to listen to Fox News because they lie to them and tell them that they are believers in whatever religion they believe in, right? They'll pick buzzwords, one specific topic and talk in circles and make you believe that the other side is just so, you know, bad and evil and, you know, and are going to ruin the, the country by doing this. And this is the same tactic they have been using since before the Civil War. Before the Civil War. How do you think they got hundreds of thousands of poor sharecropping white people to fight on behalf of large property owning, slave owning, plantation owners, the the oligarchy of the South. It's propaganda. There's propaganda on Google if you look it up where they are pushing out to these one illiterate white farmers and telling them if they free the slaves, the slaves are going to eat your babies and rape your wife and kill you and take your land. And they can only be, we can only, we're actually helping them by keeping them enslaved. We're actually looking out for them. They're so dumb that they can't look out for themselves. All this propaganda. Mind you, they cannot read the, for themselves a lot of the times. So they are being told this. So the person that can read has been lied to. So now they all believe it. That's why I don't think every southern white person is racist. I don't think every southern white person that flies a Confederate flag is racist. I think a lot of them have been brainwashed and manipulated to believe that this thing means something other than black people should not be free and black people are our economy and let's keep them beneath us because they are not at the same level as us. It is in the cornerstone statement and speech by the vice president of the of the Confederate um, uh, states of the South of America. He literally states this. I'm going to say literally, excuse me, paraphrasing. He states that the African, the Negroes, are not equal in any way, shape, or form to the white man. And that's what they're fighting for. It was not for economic uh, freedom. Their econ- their, the, the South's economy was free labor. It was not just farming. You think your pawpaws or your g-paws or land of 40 acres was the driving force behind the South's economy? No. Cotton and tobacco. And who was farming to cotton and tobacco to for, um, I don't know, for free? African slaves. The majority of the, um, the labor force, African slaves. Your blacksmiths, all these things, your seamstress, drivers, all these guys, carpenters, black slaves. So they lied to these people and told them what's going to happen. And these people believed them, joined up and fought and died for some other person's cause. And just to let you know, there were things in the Confederate Army that for every slave to son ratio you had, that's one less son that had to fight in the army, that had to enlist, right? So these rich plantation owners, automatic, they're educated and automatically officers. Their sons were enlisted too or, or commissioned too. But if, say, they had four sons and they had 
um, I don't know, let's say 60 slaves. The youngest son, right? So for every one son, there's 20 slaves. The oldest doesn't have to go to war. The second oldest and the third oldest doesn't. But that youngest does because they want to keep that power structure for generation, generational wealth, all these things, right? These are the same tactics that they're using on both sides of the aisle to keep people thinking and being afraid and, and just voting because these people are telling you that the other side is doing this. I do not subscribe to that thinking. I'm one of the ones that like on Twitter, I don't follow anybody on Twitter. I follow New York Times. I follow Fox News. I follow CNN. I have to look at all three of them, especially I have to compare the articles on all these things because each side lies. So if I get one side that's lying, the other side is lying, I can probably figure out my own idea of what's really going on in the middle. But we don't think like that. You got people who are born um, in church, in southern churches or whatever, they automatically believe that the leftists want to do things. It's, shut up. It's none of your business what people are doing. Oh, here we go. This abortion battle, it is dumb. It is a waste of time. It's none of your business what a woman does with her body. If I can get tattoos without the law saying whatever, if I can get the flu shot and choose to get the flu shot or not, that's none of your business. If I choose to drink water or not water, that's none of your business. If a woman chooses to tie her, t- uh, you know, tie her tubes, that's none of your business. If a man decides to get a vasectomy, no one bothers. But if a woman decides that they are not either equipped or mentally mentally equipped, physically equipped, financially equipped to raise a child and they choose not to, that's on them. And you have evangelicals that think that you're saving something. You're not. You're not. Because you're not paying for that child. You're not raising that child. So why would you allow somebody or why would you forcibly put on your ideas on somebody and then demonize them if they go against it. That's not the way it goes. You evangelicals need to check yourself and look in the mirror because you're not saving anybody. You're actually pushing people further away from your cause and your ideas and what you believe to be true, right? And that's not the cause or that's not the thing that God or Jesus, not or, God and Jesus is called evangelicals or people who believe in him to do. We do not judge. There's no condemnation in Jesus Christ. So shut up, sit down. Be quiet, read your Bible, eat your fried chicken, and move upon your way. That's all I got to say about that. We'll move on. We say that for another podcast, maybe a talk or, you know, open panel. But shut up. Let these women, men, or whomever do what they want to do. Same thing with LGBTQ rights. I am anti-bullying. It doesn't matter if you're my father, my mother, my grandmother. I will not stand for somebody telling another group of people that they can't live how they want to live. Just because it goes against your your moral compass, that has nothing to do with you. Shut up. You can just pray and believe in God for who for whomever that you want them to be and how, you know. But your views are not their views, so shut up and sit down. All right. Whew. Let me relax. Let me breathe. <sighs> Got that out, right? Um, but back to the thing, like our our this propaganda and, and people telling people what to do. It's just make it's just a big mess. It's stupid. It's a waste of time. Just shut up and do what you gotta do. You know what I mean? That's my whole thing. 
If you don't tell me, I don't know, and I can't get in trouble for it. Plausible deniability. That's I stay out of other people's mess because I don't like nobody of mine. You dig? I don't like gossip. Don't tell me nothing I ain't supposed to hear because when I get angry, I get angry. You know what I mean? I don't want to be angry. I don't like being angry. Just shut up and be quiet. Move along, all right? <laughs> Ridiculous. But it... It's just uh, our government's all over the place and how we interact with people. Our society, period, as a country, is all over the place. We don't know which way is up. We don't know which way is down, right? We either follow the Constitution or we follow our moral compass. This country is built on freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and freedom of life. And now we're telling people they must live a certain way. That doesn't quite jive with the, the words in the Constitution. I know everywhere in the I know the Constitution is a living document, so things have to change, be altered, whatever. But those words are not altered. You feel me? Even though I was not the original recipient of these promises of this country. But hey, if that's the law of the land, that's how we gotta play the game. Don't start pull don't start moving the goalposts now when people start to actually feel comfortable in this country or starting to feel comfortable in this country. Right, I don't care. You know what I mean. But I won't. Like I said, I won't stand for people being dehumanized because your your mima told you that they're disgusting and they're going to hell because of this. Shut up. Or somebody has bastardized or uh, or or wrongly um, quoted the Bible. You know what I'm saying to make you feel as though these people. Are abominations to, you know what I mean? Like, there's this pastor. I keep seeing this clip on TikTok. I gotta look up his name, and he's going after the church in church. He's going at the church, pastors and all, right? And how he was checked by another minister or another old man about he how he was talking about the LGBTQ community, and the man said, "How are you gonna talk about homosexuals and you have and you are eating shellfish?" And and have a wool blend suit. How you gonna how are you gonna fight and preach on one part of the law when the law definitely you know condemns you and all of it. So that being said, like I said before, shut up, sit down, mind your business. It's okay. It's all love, right? As long as everybody's being treated well, and and not being hurt or anything like that, you're good. And um. Though I say that, right, this may be an issue, I don't quite, it's, I'm going to be honest, I don't quite have a problem with what Dave Chappelle said. The language is a part of the jokes that he says, right, and how he says things. But understand, his job is to make things feel edgy, a little offensive, and to spin it at the last minute as a joke. That's all comedy is. If you even look back at the the beginnings of comedy, Shakespeare wrote comedy. Shakespeare. Um, Romeo and Juliet is is categorized as a comedy. Why? Because at the end, when everything looks crazy, everyone's dying. The one that was supposed to die actually wasn't dead. Juliet. She woke up, and then killed herself. The whole point of the comedy thing is to make you feel uncomfortable 
and at the last minute or whatever the punchline makes you go, oh dang, that's that's not what I expected. That's cold, man. I'm not saying people are too sensitive. You feel how you want to feel towards that joke, but as for me, as somebody who also believes that people f- live freely, I have friends who I joke with, but I know, you know, about situations. I have friends who joke with me about personal situations, and there's no harm, right? But the thing is with Dave Chappelle, yeah, he has a large platform, but he's having a conversation with us as if we're old friends. That's the part, that's the give and take in comedy. If you can't understand that, don't go to comedy shows or don't watch comedy. Everything isn't for everyone. And then to try to go at Netflix, they got a whole show in the UK about girls that was like 10 years old twerking in competitions. Y'all don't say nothing about that. They got, there's a show about a guy killing women, dating women, stalking them, and killing them. Where'd that go? There are shows and documentaries about crazy people up and down Netflix, and we're upset about jokes. We're upset about jokes. It's just not for you then. Okay, we'll move on. What else is going on? I know I'm talking kind of fast, but I want to kind of make this short. I don't want a long, I don't have an hour for, to give you guys, and I don't think you want to listen to me for an hour. Um, what else is going on in the news? Oh, Juicy? Speaking of Dave Chappelle. This trial, yo, as of today, my man got on the stand and told how he was diddling himself in front of one of the African brothers that a, that a, he paid to attack him. I have no clue what this has to do with the case. They found a video of him the day before at the scene practicing the attack. My man Juicy Smoulier is, uh, he's out of there. He is out of there. I hope his sister keeps getting work. She's a really good actress. But he, he's gone. He's out of there. And if I'm not mistaken, he is in Mighty Ducks. I think he's one of the Hall brothers. Is it from the first one? Yeah. But he's out of there. That's crazy. I've come to the, to the, the, the point in adulthood, especially as someone who pay attention to, to laws and things of that nature. And um, I don't believe anything <laughs> initially. I ain't pro nothing until I hear a little bit more information or read up on it. When that came out, I thank God I was quiet. Because I've never been to Chicago. I have friends, live, one of my closest friends live in Chicago. And he was like, 2 o'clock in the morning going to Subway. Man, ain't you on TV? Ain't you rich? Why are you going to the subway at 2 o'clock in the morning? Even if it was true, I'd be like, man, I ain't gonna, that'd been one of the few times I would be okay with victim blaming. If two white dudes really knew who he was from his TV show and then he was gay and these two mad guys drew bleach and put a noose on him in the middle of Chicago at 2 o'clock in the morning in the middle of the winter on his way to subway, I'd have been like, ha, that's a lie. You shouldn't have been there. You shouldn't have been in. It was looking for somebody else, but they caught you because you want a subway too. Is there a subway open at 2 o'clock in the morning? No. That's when I realized my mans was lying. Actually, he might not. He, that's not my mans. He might be skin folk, but he ain't kin folk because that was dumb. He in, in, w- They invited him on TV. That guy, that man, sat there and said he was the gay Tupac. Y'all remember that? 
the gay Tupac, though. Stupid. Stupid. I'm off of that, too. The next subject. Um, I listen to uh, High 97 quite often. And today they're we're, they're talking about um, the most quintessential New York sound. Like the song, doesn't matter where you're at, if you heard it, you automatically can connect that to New York. And the two they thought they brought up that were the big ones was all about the Benjamins, right? And no, Juicy Fruit. No, excuse me, not Juicy Fruit. Juicy by Notorious B.I.G. and Shook Ones by Mob Deep. Those are real good. But I got I got two more for them for you hip hop heads if you got this far in the show. I got two more for. Them. I know this is completely off topic from where I started, but it doesn't matter. We getting through this episode. My New York sound, um, and then they brought up New York State of Mind off of Illmatic, right? Cream, Wu-Tang Clan, and um, how did I lose that other one? Cream, Wu-Tang Clan, and Annie Up, Annie Up, M.O.P. Those two songs are just that grimy New York, like, you know, Raekwon, Go Tooth. Sucking teeth, you know, big jeans, wallabies, you know what I'm saying? The whole kid, you, you feel me, son? That, that is that New York sound to me, right? It's a, being a kid from the West Coast, right? I actually, I started listening to hip-hop via West Coast music, right? I was in my black emo phase when I got my iPod. I wore black hoodies all the time, raggedy jeans, and I was listening to nothing but NWA, Ice Cube. You know what I mean? Like, Easy East first album, NWA's greatest hit, Ice Cube, America's Most. You know what I mean? That's that's what I was listening to on a daily basis. Just angry and weird, right? And um, and then I was introduced to Lupe, his Fahrenheit um, mixtape. You know, his three mixtape off the Fahrenheit. Um, was it one... one 150119 or I can't remember the number sequence. And then the homie of mine, shout out to um Raphael, uh, you know what I mean, in science class, he put me onto MF Doom, right? And that blew my mind. Cause after I got put onto MF Doom, I circled back to Commons um B album, um, and go, and I was like, yo, I kinda like this Midwest, and because Common's Midwest flow, after his first album, he switched it up, and he had this kind of New York cool, relaxed flow, starting with like Water for Chocolate going forward. Then I got more into New York, you know, off of MF Doom, introduced to Big L, introduced to Nas. Like, I heard of Nas, but actually listened to Illmatic crazy. And then I was so late, I'm after. I got on Nas after the Nas Jay-Z. This is like 2006. Nas Jay-Z beef. Ether had already came and went. But somebody was like, yo, you need to listen to Ether. You heard hit him up, listen to Ether. Right? Why in 2007, I'm like, F Jay-Z. All about Nas. Firm, baby. You know, forget, forget, you know, woo-dee-woo-dee-woo. Rockefeller. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? For no reason. For no reason. I was just anti-Jay-Z for years because of Ether alone and Illmatic, Stillmatic. I even like some of the cuts from Lost Tapes. 
you know what I mean? Like, I was uh, God's son in, you know what I mean? Like, Nazir. Even Life is Good, because when I was in me going back on Nas music, Life is Good dropped. Super underrated album. I think Nas is definitely better than Jay-Z because of the fact that later in his career, Nas is still making great albums. The one produced by Kanye, Buns. But Life is Good, and then the two, um, the, the last two albums, um, what is the name of it? King, um, dang, I can't remember the name of the last two albums, but they're hard. You know what I mean? Like, um, he got pressure on there, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, late in his career, Nas is still giving us quality bars. I love it. I'm here for it. But, let me say, Cream, definitely one of those big New York hits. I'm all for Wu-Tang. I'm saying, I'm going to get a Wu-Tang tattoo soon along with another Star Wars tattoo, but it's all good, baby, um, and that, that's gonna close it, I hit my little pop, my little pop culture talk, or whatever, and it's all good, I just wanna say thank you for watching again, I'm so sorry for the delay, I'm gonna try to get at least one video, or one episode out a month, maybe two, but I work full time, and sometimes I work overtime, and I get tired, I do have a personal life, and it's ever changing, I'm ever growing, and I'm continuously learning, I'm so sorry for the delay. I am sorry. I am going to work on my consistency in this, but I love you nonetheless. Thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. Share this. Um, like it. Um, give me feedback. Once again, this is only the third episode, but still, give me feedback. I'm still trying to learn. If you like the glow, give me. If you like the the photo, if you like the hoodies, I'm all for hoodies right now. It is hoodie sweet season. All the different colors, and Nike got my money right now. When I I'm 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 looking at hoodies before I even get paid. You feel me? Um, if you like the O hat, I do not sell these just yet. But if you have a question about it, these are not sold in the store. I had to get these cut this custom made. Just reminds me of old school Oakland Bay Ruth Greenman Field, the Oakland All Stars kind of hat deal. I love it. This is my thing. I just whatever. I might try to put some of these out. I'm not really big on merch. I'm not doing this for money. And if I get any money out of this, this will be uh, donated, especially to my boys at Hero Sports. Shout out to y'all. I hope y'all balled out this weekend up in Mansfield. I love you. Shout out to Cody, my native, keeping it 100 um, and teaching me anytime about the native, the native lifestyle and the native narrative that I have no clue. So that being said, uh, my dad used to tell me, once you stop learning, you start dying. Always learn. Learn something new every week, every day as possible. Expand your mind. Open up your third eye. I'm just playing. But you know what I'm saying. Uh, it's all love. Once again, thank you for watching. Follow me at Codename Che Che at um, IG right now. I haven't really been posting TikToks. When I chop this up, I might drop some TikToks of this. But there's nothing but love. There's nothing but fun. Um, I enjoy doing this. This is my therapy, being able to get out and express some type of art because I don't draw as often and I don't paint as much as I used to. Nonetheless, I love you. Do something you want to do. Be kind. Be loving. Show compassion. Mind your business. Shut up. And I love you. Peace.